0: hi guys welcome back to typically peachy i hope that your week is going well my week's going all right but i gotta say guys i am stressed stressed beyond belief right now not beyond belief probably not the most stressed i've ever been in my life if i said that i was that would be a bit dramatic but i definitely am stressed i feel like there are so many things going on at the exact same time and that is the thing that is the most stressful When you feel like there is just a pileup of stress on stress on stress. So many things to get done. So little time. It's so funny too because I was always a person that was like, I never get stressed. I know how to deal with my stress. I know how to manage my stress. I remember the first job that I had thinking everyone around me is so stressed. I don't understand it. I'm just not as stressed as everybody else is. Guys, that has taken such a turn. I feel like I am so much more of a stressed person now. I get stressed way easier and I am really just trying to manage that because there was a point in my life where I was not stressed all the time. So I need to get back to that. We will talk about that later in this episode. First, let's get into a little bit more about what's new with me. I just went shopping for a wedding because I'm going to a wedding on Saturday I leave tomorrow night, it's very exciting. I have not been to a wedding in a hot minute. And also, this wedding is in New York, which is very exciting because I have never been to New York. Although it's not in the city, it's more around Buffalo, so it's gonna be a bit of a different experience for what I expected my first time in New York to be, but that's okay, nonetheless, I'm sure it's gonna be so fun. And that's really it, I'm still dealing with things about the move to Chicago, trying to figure out the best way to get my stuff from LA to Chicago. That's a whole nother thing that is leading me to freak out a little bit in my life right now, but we're keeping it together, we're keeping it peachy, and we're just going to trek along here together. So right off the bat, let's get into what's hot, because we have an engagement, one for the ages, according to the New York Times and pretty much every outlet, because everybody picked this story up. Britney Spears announced on Sunday that she was engaged to her longtime boyfriend, Sam Askari. Three months after, she told a Los Angeles judge that the conservatorship that has governed her life since 2008 was robbing her of the ability to make personal decisions. Brandon Cohen, who is a talent manager for Mr. Oscari, confirmed the engagement on Sunday night. Mr. Cohen said, The couple made their longstanding relationship official today and are deeply touched by the support, dedication, and love expressed to them. Miss Spears and Mr. Oscari each shared posts on Instagram to announce the engagement and to show off Miss Spears's ring. The New York Times also notes that the engagement came just days after lawyers for Britney Spears' father, James P. Spears, wrote in a filing, If Miss Spears wants to terminate the conservatorship and believes that she can handle her own life, Mr. Spears believes that she should get that chance. Back in June, Britney Spears had stated, I just want my life back. I truly believe this conservatorship is abusive. I don't feel like I can live a full life. I want to be able to get married and have a baby for some additional past marriage history. Britney Spears has been married twice before. In 2004, she married Jason Alexander, a childhood friend, for 55 hours. Later that year, Mrs. Spears married Kevin Federline, a backup dancer, actor, and rapper. They have two sons. Miss Spears filed for divorce from Mr. Federline in 2006. So there you go, you guys. Britney Spears is engaged again to her boyfriend finally able to do something on her own free will. I feel like everybody knew that this was going to come as soon as she was able to. She was going to get engaged. Her ring is beautiful. She seems extremely happy. I feel like that's all we know right now. I'm happy for her if this is what she wants in life, if this is what her fiancé wants in life. Let's all just be happy for Britney, okay? I personally hope that we get to see a wedding. I'm sure it would be one for the ages. So Britney, if you want to give us a wedding, we're all here for it. I'm sure this is not the end of the Britney Spears saga. I'm sure that there's still so much more to be worked out, to be figured out, but the fact that she can get engaged now is definitely a step towards Britney's desire to be free of any kind of control. So that's that on that. Next up on What's Hot is a story about a brand that everybody knows, and that is Geico. According to Ad Age, Geico's Scoop There It Is is now a real ice cream. Ad Age writes that it was hard to miss Geico's ad featuring Tag Team earlier this year. The commercial, officially called Tag Team Helps With Dessert, but better known as Scoop There It Is, features the duo singing ice cream flavor lyrics to the tune of their 1993 hit Woomp There It Is. It comes from the Martin Agency and has been viewed millions of times since its late December debut. The commercial begins with a mom named Tasha preparing dinner and a familiar Geico voiceover. Soon, tag team suggests French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate peanut butter, cookie dough for dessert. The ad continues with lots of dancing and ends with sprinkles. Now, there's a Scoop There It Is ice cream flavor from New York scoop shop Mickey Likes It Ice Cream. Mickey Cole, who worked on the flavor, won't be selling it in his brand shop. Fans need to share dance videos with Geico on social media for a chance to win a pint. Adage digs a little bit deeper on this commercial. How popular was it? Along with being Geico's most aired TV commercial so far this year, it has generated plenty of memes and stories about its origins and racked in more than 15 million views on Geico's YouTube page. DC, the brain supreme Glenn, who performs in tag team with Steve Roland Gibson, said in a statement, it was incredible to see people of all ages and backgrounds dancing along with us in their kitchens. Glenn even added the commercial version of the song to tag team's touring set list. And after fans bemoaned its removal from the airwaves in the spring, Geico brought it back in July. Now what everyone wants to know about the ice cream. It features a vanilla base with cookie dough, peanut butter swirl, And in a nod to Rocky Road, there are chocolate-covered marshmallows. The packaging is reminiscent of Tag Team's 1993 album cover. People trying to win a pint from September 17th to October 1st need to follow Geico on TikTok or Instagram. Upload a dance using the Scoop There It Is track and mention at Geico and hashtag Geico in the caption. So if you guys want to win a pint of that very exclusive ice cream, one of a kind, not one of a kind, but a few of a kind, then starting tomorrow is your chance. If you do win a pint, please let me know how it is. I'm very interested to know if this is a good flavor. I feel like it is. What's there not to love about that? Vanilla cookie dough, peanut butter swirl, and chocolate covered marshmallows. Hello? Yum. That sounds delicious. So I hope that you guys win. I've told you guys this before, but I love when brands are thinking outside the box, doing some innovative things, some new activations. Just taking something so popular that was on your television and transferring it into an interactive experience where consumers can win something is so smart. You're just continuing on that momentum, getting people hyped about something else still related to the product, still related to the brand. I think it's great. And who doesn't love ice cream? And who doesn't love that song? perfect combination all around great job geico that's it for what's hot let's get into what's good because i have a movie that i'm so excited to talk to you guys about and some other things but mostly this movie so let's just start with the main event first up for what's good the film cinderella this is the remake starring camila cabello we talked about the fashion of this a couple weeks ago but i'll give you guys a short summary Cinderella is a 2021 romantic musical film based on the fairy tale of the same name by Charles Perrault. Written and directed by Kay Cannon, it stars singer Camila Cabello as the title character in her acting debut, alongside Adina Menzel, Minnie Driver, Nicholas Galitzine, Billy Porter, and Pierce Brosnan. Alright, I have already heard some other people's reviews on this, and they are not all positive, so I am coming in here with a different take. If you have only heard negative reviews on this movie, I'm telling you right now, I loved it. Maybe you've heard good reviews, I don't know. I've only heard a couple negative ones, but to me, this was a great movie. I sincerely thought Camila Cabello did so, so well. I feel like this part was made for her. And guys, I went into this movie being very, very skeptical. Even probably the first five to ten minutes, I was like, I don't know, do I like this? Is this a little bit weird? But then I was thinking, okay, pop music in a Cinderella movie kind of just reminds me of like Ella Enchanted. Do you remember that movie? They did a lot of like pop songs in that as well. And also, there have been multiple versions of Cinderella, not necessarily called Cinderella, but a movie, Another Cinderella Story, had Selena Gomez in it, who is also a pop singer. So I just feel like I was able to get used to it a little bit more and more as the film went on. And it made me love it. Also, I know some people didn't like the mashups, how the songs were. I personally love when you yourself can sing along to the musical. And if you know the songs, you can very well sing along. And these are popular, popular songs. I think they did great at performing them. The acting across the board was so good. Edina Menzel, of course, was amazing as to be expected. She plays an amazing stepmother. Also somebody that I was very very impressed by was Minnie Driver. She played the mom of the prince. I just thought she was so funny. She had a lot of these little one-liners that are very much modern verbiage. So she had dialogue like, read the room, what fresh hell is this? Just so funny and she was so spot on with how she delivered each line. I loved it. I thought the modern dialogue and jokes throughout were just a fun element to it. There were also some obvious differences with it. I mean, first off, he falls in love with her as a peasant as opposed to falling in love with her as Cinderella and then, like, finding out that she's a peasant. That was an interesting difference, I thought. Some of you may have heard, but the ending is a bit different. I won't spoil it for you guys if you haven't seen it yet. But this was a star-studded cast with a lot of really, really talented people. Pierce Brosnan, who is perfect for a king role. Also, Billy Porter's fairy godmother. So fabulous, you don't realize that the fairy godmother is literally in one scene. So you gotta make yourself memorable, and he certainly did. The look was everything. That orange gown. It was incredible. Incredible. I thought it was a really fun movie. I know that it's pretty cheesy, but honestly, they all are. So to be able to make something that's fun, that's entertaining, that's a little bit different than the original, I kind of like that. And like I said, I was pleasantly surprised by Camila Cabello's performance. It just looked like she was having so much fun the whole time, especially at the last scene. But there were just so many moments throughout that I was watching her and I was like, Man, this girl is living her dream playing this part right now. And there's something about that that just made it so enjoyable for me to watch. So that's my take. There were some things that I didn't love about it, but I am very much choosing to focus on the positives here. For what it was, I thought that it was perfect. If you just have a night in to yourself or with some friends, want to crack open some wine and watch Cinderella, I don't think you're going to regret it. It's a really fun watch. If you do want to watch it, it's on Amazon Prime, which now that I think about it, it's a little bit weird that it's not on Disney Plus, but I don't know. Also, one other Disney-related thing that I want to bring up, I don't know if you guys saw the design and the image for the 30th anniversary of Disneyland. It is beautiful, stunning, and also so clever. Go check it out if you haven't seen it yet, but they recreate the number 30 with Mickey Mouse's ears in the design. So clever, so adorable. So go search that, go watch Cinderella, have yourself a great night. Next up, for what's good, some more content for you guys, a little bit different, a TV show, and a reality TV show nonetheless, and that is The D'Amelio Show. It's on Hulu. Here's a description. From relative obscurity to overnight successes, the D'Amelios face new challenges and opportunities they could not have imagined as they are thrust into the Hollywood limelight. I just started the show. I have not finished it yet, but I have a lot of thoughts. If you guys have no knowledge whatsoever about who the D'Amelio family is, it is Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, these two sisters that have become TikTok sensations that came from Connecticut these two quote normal girls with their quote normal family rose to an insane level of fame first it was charlie she blew up on tiktok for whatever reason she's a great dancer but she's also very relatable and so many different reasons that you can probably dig deeper into about why she blew up on tiktok but she did and then her sister's fame kind of followed but paralleled hers Both of them doing very different things, but in this similar space. And this show is really talking about their struggles, which is not what I expected at all. I really thought this was more going to be like Keeping Up With The Kardashians, like kind of lighthearted and stupid family drama and stuff like that. But it's really not about that. It's way more of a deep dive on how their fame has impacted them as these young girls in this space. I will say the series is a little bit repetitive. Watching episode to episode, there are a lot of the same themes, a lot of the same conversations being had. But all in all, I do think that it's a pretty good conversation to be having, especially because this is happening more and more. It is so much easier nowadays to gain a following, to one day have no followers and the next have a million. Yeah, it doesn't happen to everyone. It doesn't happen every day. But it happens way more now than it could have ever happened in the past. And suddenly, everyone has access to you. And they think that they know you. And they think that everything that you put out on social media is exactly who you are. And I think that this series is really showing that. That what you see is not necessarily always reality. You would never get the struggles that they're talking about, the breakdowns that they're having, all of the very real things that they're talking about. You would never see that on their Instagram. You just wouldn't. That's not something that they would share on their TikToks. They keep it very lighthearted, very fun, as they should. They're teenagers. People forget sometimes, especially, I think, when people reach such a high level of fame, how young these people really are. I think they're like 17 and 19 years old. That's so young. That's young just as an age. But also it's young to have so many people bombarding you with opinions and telling you that they don't like you or that they love you. All the positive, all the negative, it's just a lot. And I can imagine as young girls trying to figure out who they are themselves, having everybody else tell them who they are is probably also insanely confusing. They talk about on the show that these girls literally go to bed looking at their phones wake up reading comments right away that is so unhealthy think about that if the first thing that you saw every single morning when you woke up was people admiring you in an excessive way and at the exact same time people tearing you to shreds i imagine that is so mentally taxing and also they have parents they have a family dynamic for sure but it really seems like everyone is in uncharted territories there and nobody knows how to deal with this mass amount of fame. Because, you know, another thing that you have to remember is that these girls did not sign up to be actors or even be influencers. It just happened for them before they really could even grasp what was happening. And that's the thing with these platforms. Because you have the ability to grow your following so much to get so many eyes on your content, The potential for you to go from a normal kid living a normal life, going to school, being with your friends, having your routine, and all of a sudden being thrust into the limelight has to be a lot. And it's not that they're not fortunate or they don't deem themselves incredibly lucky because they talk about that a lot on the show, but also to the point of like these girls are self-deprecating. They talk so much about how much they don't deserve it, how much somebody else deserves it more than them. And to a certain extent, maybe you could argue that. But also, Charlie said something so poignant in one of these episodes. I can't remember the exact quote, but essentially she was saying that if you got these opportunities, wouldn't you take them? If you, right now listening, just suddenly got the opportunity... To have an audience, to grow your platform, to start then doing business ventures that you've always wanted to do, to have the capital to do so, to have the following to really make it into something. Wouldn't you take those opportunities? And yeah, even if that came with so much negativity, so much stress around that, I think the majority of people would still pick to be prosperous in that way. I really do. Because the opportunities there are endless and also unknown. The hardships are also endless and also unknown. But it's kind of something that you just have to take the good with the bad. The thing is though, that again, these are teenage girls. So they do not have all of the wherewithal, all of the things in their toolbox to necessarily be able to deal with it all. The same way that even a kid actor could it's so different to just one day your life changes. And I know it's not one day, but essentially it is. That is how fast they rose to stardom, and that's how fast a lot of these other TikTokers are too. So I just thought that honestly, this series is giving a really interesting insight into what these girls deal with on the daily. So maybe if you are a person that leaves hate comments or are very, very critical of these people in the limelight, go watch it. You might have a different perspective. Because again, maybe they don't deserve it as much as some other people do. But the reality of it is, is that people watch them. People subscribe to their content. They like what they're doing. They keep watching. They keep wanting more. They keep engaging. And that's what rises. You can't just hate the players of the game. Consumers are the ones that lift them up, that make them relevant in the first place. So if you were going to leave a hate comment today, maybe watch this instead. Or if you just want some entertaining content and a little bit more insight into these two girls' lives and their family, watch The D'Amelio Show on Hulu. Next up on What's Good, I have one very cute fashion item for you guys. I got a smiley face hat. It's a grayish black color with a tiny smiley face on it. It kind of looks a little bit vintage. I'm obsessed with it. It just makes me happy, you know? It's by the brand Altered State. I don't know where they have locations all over the world, but they do have an online store, so check them out there. Altered State. Last up for what's good your songs. Swim Reprise by Valley. Unbreakable by Bunt, featuring Clarence Coffee Jr. Don't Go Yet by Camila Cabello, the major laser remix. And this last song is kind of a throwback. It makes me so happy, so I needed to put it in. And that is Pumping Blood by No No No. Those are your songs, and that's what's good for this week. Let's get right into need-to-know basis because, again, we're bringing back the topic from the beginning. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Can I stress it enough? I'm stressed, you guys, and I am trying to figure out How in the world can I stress less? I did not used to be like this. I used to have it way more together, and I still do. I would say that my outward persona is not that stressed out, but internally, I am so stressed about so many different things, and I am just trying to figure out how to manage. So we are going to go through some things that are going to hopefully help me, possibly help you too if you're stressed yourself. I don't know, guys. Is it just the season that we're in? I feel like stress definitely comes in waves. Sometimes I'm totally chilling and other times I am just drowning in it. So right now, not the best time, but we're going to get through it. First tip that I have for when you're stressed and you feel like you have a million things going on is to set reminders on your phone or on your laptop or whatever if they're synced perfect. Because guys, I cannot tell you how many times I get stressed about not remembering the things that are making me stressed. Like layers on layers there. First step is to write down, remember what I need to get done so that I can go to the next thing, which is prioritizing. Prioritizing is game changing, okay? With your life, with work, with really anything that you have to do, prioritize in order of importance, but also timeline, because oftentimes I feel like there are so many things that are the bigger things that I'm more stressed about that I put at the front because it feels like those are the things that are weighing the heaviest, but I also don't realize that so many other things need to get done first. Even if they're not related at all to the other thing, I just have to get done items that are due first, you know? So if you can just finish them in order, take the little things off your plate first, By the time you get to the big thing, it's not always going to feel quite as big. And some of those things that I'm talking about, maybe they don't even have timelines to them. So set actual timelines. Do it as if you were in school or at a job for your personal things too. Set timelines. Say, I need to get this done by today. And try so hard to not press snooze on those reminders, to not set them to the next day. Keep yourself accountable. This is something that I struggle with so much. I have a reminder. I've set my timeline and then I'm busy or something comes up or it feels like that thing is too big to deal with right then and there. So I push it off till the next day. That is something that I'm really, really trying to work on because I think a lot of these tasks seem so much bigger in our head, even the small ones. Sometimes it's as simple as making a quick phone call to do something. Like for some reason in my mind, setting up a new credit card because my current credit card is about to expire, like calling to set it up is something that's stressing me out because it's one other thing that I have to do. But in reality, that is the simplest thing that I have to do. So why do I keep prolonging that? Just do it. Do it so that super simple thing can just get off your list right away and you can focus on the other things that actually need your attention. Again, I'm not perfect at that. At this current moment, I have still not set up that new credit card. But guys, after this, I'm going to do it, okay? No more procrastinating, especially on the little things. This next one, which I think is so important, it kind of goes into the last one a little bit, a little different, but it's to celebrate your small wins, okay? If you finally set up that credit card, be like, yes, you got that done. All right. Like this week, I finally figured out how to change my hard drive to be Scratch disk compatible for Photoshop so that I could have more space to edit, which I don't know, maybe nobody cares about that. But to me, I cared so much because I felt so defeated by not being able to figure it out, even though I was researching billions of things. But I finally did it. I feel like I can breathe for one second and I'm proud that I was able to figure it out and now I have a solution to my problem that was stressing me so much. So it's just the little things, you guys. Give yourself small wins because trust me, when you're in the state that I'm in, you need small wins. Another thing that I want to touch on is buildup of stress because that is so real. I feel like how to avoid that the best is just to compartmentalize as much as you can. Try to make everything that you need to get done into individual little tasks. Because again, those small things are so much easier to accomplish than something that is huge, that you feel like is daunting and just lingering over you. Okay, and these last couple things are really things that I feel like people tell you all the time. But here's just some reminders for you and for myself. First one, do some relaxing things. I know that it is so hard to relax when you feel so stressed. Trust me, I get it. But the reality is, is that if you find a relaxing thing to do, that can help with your overall stress. Even if you feel like you don't have one second to relax, find that second. Just find a second, find a minute, find 10 minutes to do something for yourself that is gonna relax you, that's gonna calm you down, that's gonna get you in a better headspace to finish everything else that you have to do. Going a little bit more into that, for me, exercising really helps with that. I know not everybody likes exercising, but even just going for a walk, being outside in some capacity, breathing in fresh air, I feel like can do wonders for stress. Just being one with nature, and I know that sounds kind of dumb, but seriously, if you just get outside for a second, you can take a step back and think, okay, how big are these stresses? How big are these worries? How big is everything in comparison to everything else? Compare things, you guys, and not to others, not to other people's stresses and other people's worries. Compare them to your own. Think about other things that are going on in your life or in your world. How big is this thing that you're stressing about in comparison to those other things? Because sometimes that just gives you a little bit more perspective on the things that are driving you wild. My last piece of advice here is to take a beat. Take a second. Think about where you are. Be present about where you are. Just breathe for a second. Everything that we have to accomplish on the daily can feel so overwhelming sometimes. And I know that is on completely different levels for every single person. But I think as human beings, we have all felt stress before. We all know what that feels like. We know how bad it feels. We know how out of control it feels. And for some people, stress motivates them. It allows them to do more and more. But for others, it's really stifling. So wherever you fall within that, just know it's okay. Whatever you're feeling, whatever stress you're feeling, but just take a beat to recognize that you're okay, that things are going to get done. You're going to get it under control. You're going to take the necessary steps to make sure that it does. Trust yourself. I say this all the time, but trust yourself. You can do it. You are capable of so much. You have likely faced something similar before. And even if this is new territory for you, whatever it may be, you're going to get through it. You always do. You're not going to get through it because you always do. You're going to get through it because you do all the other things that make you a rock star and make you get through your stress. But just a reminder, you always get through it. And if you need to lean on people and you need to talk about it or maybe just need to sit in silence all of those things all of the solutions are okay we have each other know that you're not in it alone I'm telling myself that too you're gonna get it all done it's gonna be peachy thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode I hope that you have a great rest of your week try to de-stress any way that you can Listen to some good music, eat some good food, hang out with people that give you energy, that make you happy, stress less, and don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.